It's the Tim Cornwall Show with Joe Santorsa. Bringing you news from the front lines of the battle to restore the soul of America. And now, here's your host, Tim Cornwall. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 679 of the Tim Cornwall Show for Sunday, December 18, 2022. A week from today is Christmas, Joe. <laughs> and, I'm uh, and I'm a prisoner of the war on Christmas. <laughs> the war? Oh, you're a prisoner? Prisoner of war. The war on Christmas, yes. But Joe at Marnus 3 on the Mastodon. (laughs) How you doing, Joe? Okay. And I forgot to say, you are my resident Photoshop expert (laughs) and co-producer, or co-host co-producer. And also from... An NFT salesman. And NFT salesman, yes. And (laughs) Kathy47204163 on the Twitter machine. And what's your Mastodon? Uh, my Mastodon, uh, let's see. I got to look at it myself because I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> uh, I'm at, at Kathy Larkin at SFBA, San Francisco Bay Area dot social. All right. All right. And it's under Rebel and it's got the same picture. <laughs> so, so, Kathy, always glad to have you back. And Justice Putnam, how you doing, Justice? I'm doing well. It's great to be with such an illustrious group. Mm-hmm. And to and T. Brown. And I, I'm, that's sincerely. I mean that sincerely. <laughs> I know. We're, we're, we're snarky. And <laughs> T. Brown. It's illustrious. Snarky group. How you doing, T? Hey, hey. Glad to have fabulous, you Fabulous. Fabulous. Now, you're Teresa Black 7771 on the Twitter machine. And... Yeah. Over on Mastodon, however, I am at T. Brown at... O H A I dot social. Okay. All right. And I am Tim at Tim Cormall at Mastodon dot L O L. So yes, I'm I'm loving Mastodon because yesterday was a was a, a shit sam hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. So apparently yesterday Yeah, once you start following enough, huh? Yeah, so apparently yesterday um uh Twitter blocked an account called, uh, or was it Friday? Maybe blocked an, uh, an account called Join Mastodon, <laughs> and some reporter <laughs> wrote an article about it, but accidentally called it John Mastodon instead of Join Mastodon, <laughs> and so there was this whole meme about John Mastodon, <laughs> this fictional person, and somebody posted, "I just opened Twitter and John Mastodon showed up and knocked the phone out of my hand." <laughs> Oh my God! Just all kinds of stuff. Here's John Mastodon, and then was, they even got John Mastodon on the the whole Trump NFT thing, <laughs> uh, making <laughs> making memes with John Mastodon. Oh, it was hilarious. So, <laughs> and then the most hilarious thing was uh, Twitter started blo- blocking links to Mastodon. So if you try to go on Twitter and post a link to your profile on Mastodon, it would get blocked. So somebody set up a URL forwarder. <laughs> And it's HTTPS space Karen dot sucks. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Yesterday was a lot of fun on Mastodon. Oh. I, did, I did see that people were putting up by URL shortening generators just, you know, generally so you can get past his, uh, his blocks. Yeah. You know, blocks on Mastodon and post, et cetera. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting nervous because people are bailing like uh, fly, uh, bailing out like. Well, 
I think he's in a fight with Tesla investors. Yes, I was going to say about the Tesla people. Yeah, they're, they're pissed. They are not happy with him. Yeah, they're very pissed. Hmm. Wow. For some reason, my uh... well, they were they were struggling. They were struggling a bit. And uh, now with him messing with Twitter all the time, he doesn't have time to deal with his his real business that makes him income. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about no, that. That's my, stupid. Uh... My I don't want to be a colonist on Mars and then suddenly be banned by Musk. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. I'm just telling people, you know, you, you got to know what you're getting into. Yes. For some reason, Skype keeps trying to switch to my uh, my Bluetooth head, um, <laughs> my Bluetooth speaker. So I just turned it off. <laughs> so sorry about that. You were hearing that. Tim's MacBook oh, Pro is conducted. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. <laughs> so, T, what's happening down North Carolina way? Oh, weather, no snow. <laughs> Enjoying it. Um, so far, politically, things have been a little quiet. Mm-hmm. Well, it's but getting to be Christmas. Know, uh, we're just blowing up new construction everywhere. Oh, and about the economy, it doesn't seem to be hurting North Carolina at all. Yeah. No. I, you know, they had, a, they had an ad on... Uh, television on msnbc i was watching it this morning they were at santana road before it even opened and the people were swarming over there i wouldn't shop there with with five cents because i can't afford their prices in that area it's a high-priced neighborhood for shopping and for living but but it is constantly growing we are not nope. short of new apartment i mean my goodness it's nope. ridiculous yeah well, it's I know. I mean, DC is just still crazy. I mean, <clears throat> and you know, since I bought my condo like 25 years ago, I mean, the the rents have like quadrupled. Yeah. Oh my gosh. At least. But like like here, the rent yeah. here is just it's beyond belief. I think we're probably one of the highest rent zones uh in the whole country. Yeah. For one bedroom it's almost $3,000. Yeah, that's DC prices. Same same thing. Uh, two bedroom, you're looking like forty five hundred. Yeah. So but anyway, uh, yeah. so T, what else is going on down North Carolina? Way? Uh, you ready for the holidays? Absolutely, absolutely. I really um, right now, everything's going smooth. Like I said, we seem to be in that sweet spot. You know, don't let the other shoe drop. Mm -hmm. area area right now um we've got wonderful growth going on uh family and i have everything planned for the holidays coming up a oh, few people great. coming in but everything's going smooth for the holidays well that's great that is wonderful wonderful so well T, we're glad to have you back so tell people where they can check you out oh you can check me out over on um tickety talk that is until we get banned <laughs> T Brown 105 also T Brown underscore 1105 alright and uh, also you're on Spotify and all the other things so <laughs> you're on a lot of stuff conversations tea time with T yes alright thank you T and Justice what's happening out on the left coast Oregon way well we are still having uh, a bit of the ramifications of our recent election here. 
you know, the we we had um, as a populace, you know, the vote the voters voted in a more. I, it's even hard to say it's a more strict gun law. Basically, what it was is uh, limiting magazines to ten round capacity. It helps. Uh, you have to do go through a background check. And take a class on gun safety. But that apparently is jackbooted authoritarianism to you-know-who. Unlike, you know, getting your driver's license where you have to take a test and you have to go on a written test and a driver's test. I don't get it. But we have have a phenomena here that I'm sure you guys are all well aware of in other parts of the country called constitutional sheriffs. Okay. Who believe that they are the supreme law of the land, even more than the president of the United States. Oh, okay. In spite of the federal supremacy clause, I guess they don't know that about the Constitution. <laughs> right. <laughs> but regardless, what has happened is that uh, 29 of the 36 counties in Oregon voted against the gun measure. And that is the reason a Federalist Society judge in one of these 29 counties that happened to be the least populated, by the way, the counties, the few counties that voted in hold the most people. But apparently when more people vote against what, you know, let's just call them what they are, maggot neo-Nazis. I don't know what else to call them. Yeah, that uh, sounds about if, right. If you vote against what they don't you know, they don't like, right? Like I'm, you can't put any limits on, uh, my gun ownership. And these are cops who will potentially suffer the ramifications of these laws. And yet, uh, they seem to get away with it, but they got a Federalist society judge to, uh, put a hold basically on that measure and nullify the election for that. So we'll see how it goes. They, they, they seem to get away with it a lot. I don't know how they prevail in court unless there's been decades long efforts at packing the course by the most extreme right wing groups in America. Well, that's crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I sound cynical and get off my lawnish? I'm at that age now, you know. I, I, yeah, I deserve that. You got this. it right. Right. I, I worked hard to get here. Right. <laughs> well, with that stated, you can find me. Well, you still can on Twitter at Justice Putnam, and I will take some time to get over at Mastodon. I do post, but post seems like you got to, I don't know, you got to wait in line too long. <laughs> and uh, Tribal, I'm a little concerned about Tribal. Okay, look into it. It's, it, yeah. it you might be getting into something a little sketchy there. And, um, but, um, uh, so, yeah, you can find me still on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. I guess I'll still use that. They haven't banned me or suspended me for over a year. I must be doing something. Yeah. Right. I think I'm be, close to Or two. maybe they intimidated me so that I don't post anything about cat pictures anymore. Right. <laughs> Regardless, you can uh, also find me mostly on Netroots Radio because that's what we do and also at Daily Co's. All right. All right. Thank you, Justice. And, um... It, it, the thing that I like about Mastodon um, is that it's it's a federated setup, so nobody owns it. It's right. it's it's like the internet; nobody owns the internet, <laughs> and so there's servers. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of servers out there that are all talk to each other. So there's you you have no billionaire who can come in and buy 
Mastodon. <laughs> because it's it operates through this network of servers that are run by volunteers, by people on Mastodon, by admins. And you can join a server when you if you download the app on your phone or tablet and you try to and and you join that way, it'll give you a list of servers that are accepting are, that are accepting new accounts. But also, if you see one that you want to get on, like I'm on Mastodon.lol. I think Joe, you're on Mastodon or MSTDN.party. Um, you can go directly to that server in your web browser by just going HTTPS like Mastodon.lol, and you can actually create an account directly on the server rather than through the app. So if you if you want to join a server that you don't see on the listing when you when you try to sign up using the um, the the mobile app, you can just go directly to that server and try to join that way in your web browser. And also, there's a lot of things you can do in the browser, like a lot of advanced settings that you can do that you can't do in the in the um, in the app. So so yeah, oh. just a little little help there. What, yeah, what, what are the I joined a though? local one. Hmm? Yeah, you I can, joined a local one that's San Francisco Bay Area, so yeah, well, I should probably go in and join it exclusively. See, yeah. one of the features that I've become accustomed to is uh, I've been hearing a somewhat of an issue when one migrates over to Mastodon that they realize that you know uh, a lot of people that they're things came over their timeline. They realized, well, I guess I wasn't officially following them on Twitter. Uh, but because my, but because uh, people I followed followed them, then you would get people's comments over you know your timeline, and so it kind of expanded, you know, the information gradient. Yeah, well, and it works. I mean, that Mast- feature is not necessarily there at Mastodon. So, so then you have to kind of go back and find people that you thought you were following, but you weren't, and then get them and then follow them over there somehow. So, right. Yeah. But that's not, I, I'm not saying that should be a game changer. It's just kind of like a feature to become accustomed to. And I just hate it when, you know, some capricious person does what they do to, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is with Mastodon, it looks almost exactly like Twitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you, instead of liking a tweet or a post, you, you, it's called a boost, but it's basically, in Twitter, it was a heart. In Mastodon, it's a star. And then in Twitter, in Twitter, you have a retweet. And in Mastodon, you have you have a repost, basically. So you can repost somebody else's post, and or you can boost it by liking it, and or you can do both. And um, so you follow people, and if that person boosts or 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 reposts another another person, uh, then you can then. <coughs> go on and follow that person but you'll see it if you follow the person who did the boost or the post a repost but i found a lot of people and yesterday um i saw that um george decay reached the highest number of subscribe of uh, followers on mastodon i saw that and um oh my oh my oh my my. yes (laughs) and uh so yeah so uh and i found a lot of people including the daily edge over there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Well, and, that's where uh, we want to go then. And Keith yeah. Elberman's over there because he got booted off Twitter. 
Who, who, who? I didn't hear what you said. Who, I who said was Keith, that? Keith Oberman got booted off Twitter. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh. Got, it was Keith Oberman. But he's yeah. over on Among Mastodon. Among others. He's over on Mastodon. So a lot of people are coming over. It's great. So, But like I said, the only thing that's different between Twitter and Mastodon is there's no direct DMs, direct messages, which actually doesn't bother me because I really don't like DMs that much. Yeah, those DMs yeah. were nothing but junk. And the other thing I miss is the... Um, is the Giphy stuff, you know, the, the the animated GIFs that you could post. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's great. I'm having fun. I love it. those things. I so. love the GIFs and the yeah. So stuff. Hey. No, no, I have to admit, sometimes the DM feature was a good backup in trying to get a hold of people. Right. That, you know, I mean, like sometimes other platforms would work like email or whatever. It was just. You know, it seemed like, okay, well, I'll DM on, uh, you know, like content providers like you or uh, uh, Brad Friedman and mm -hmm. yeah. the Green News Report or what whatnot. If there's something going on or I'm not getting a file quick enough, uh, when worse comes to worse, I could always find them on Twitter at a DM. And uh, But then on the other hand, you know, it's like there's there's all, all of these – People say, don't ever DM me or I'm going to block you. So right, it's yeah. like I hardly ever use DMs unless it was for an emergency with a content provider. So. Well, it's just like what I get all, yeah, what right. I, what I get all day on, on Instagram is so-and-so followed you. Three, two, one. So-and-so wants to send you a message. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And it's usually, no, some, it's usually some woman with big boobs coming up out of her <laughs> <laughs> out of her blouse, you know, or something. Yeah, it's like, wait a second. You guys have my assassination coordinates. I'm getting all this Russian porn. What's that? All right. <laughs> so, anyway. So, uh, Kathy. I get all the, the creepy old men on Facebook as it is. Yes. <laughs> so, Kathy, what's happening out San Jose way? Uh, well, COVID numbers are shooting up along with the, the flu and the the respiratory condition that goes goes along with the tridemic and or now, whatever it is and now we have a new one there's a there's a really virulent oh, oh this strep. yeah the strep throat yeah the strep throat around. usually happens if you're already sick yeah but this it, one this one it, they're it can saying happen is, when you're not sick but you know you've got to make sure you wash your hands but this one they're saying is really bad it's putting people in the hospitals well sure strep throat can do that because you can yeah. get um sepsis mm -hmm. You know, it can go to all your organs and you can start shutting down. So it's very dangerous. Strep and, and staph are terrible things to get. Mm -hmm. And uh, usually it starts in your throat. Oh, yes. And it feels like you're swallowing crushed glass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or worse. You know, oh, yes. I actually yeah. forgot to mention, uh, Kathy, that uh, they had to close the elementary school here because so many kids and teachers were sick that they couldn't staff enough teachers to have it safe for the remaining kids that were there. Oh, so geez. they kicked, they kicked off almost 10 days early and then the high school had to close down for the same reason. And then other schools all over the region are doing it. And then you try to bring it up to people like, you know, don't you think something's going on? And they just call you like a liberal woke commie or something. It's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's crazy. Without a mask Since on. when did, did vaccines Your kids are homesick. I mean, are, don't you see what's going on? It's yeah. like they don't care. Right. Yeah, it's political. They're attacking you. They've been giving your kids these things so they get sick. 
bullshit. Yeah, I, I'm getting this, and <sighs> you're in the nursing. I'm sorry to step oh, all over your no, thing, but it, right. I just that's it just reminded me. I should have mentioned this because that's a big story too, along with the constitutional is. sheriffs. Is that now we're getting the old trope of. Well, we just went too long without being exposed to these uh, diseases, and that's why people are getting them now. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's no, because of people like you to. who stopped getting vaccines. We we waited for millennia to have these kinds of vaccines, and now we're not yeah. Using now them. we've got a little protection, so it doesn't kill off half the population. I wish I wish that people would spend just 24 hours in an iron lung, and then tell me that they think vaccines should go away. Right, you got it. Right. You got it. Mm-hmm. Let them paralyze their damn lungs. Put them in there and let them lay there and look at themselves in a mirror. Did you That's see? It. Well, That's you guys all saw. All they get to do. They can't even scratch their nose. Well, you no, guys, you guys you saw the. Scratch your nose. You guys saw the BS that uh, Ron DeSantis is trying to pull with the vaccines. Yeah, well, he's an idiot. He he he's like okay. I'm going to get all these parolees <clears throat> to vote, and then I'm going to bust them for voting. And then he was out, like, pushing the mRNA vaccine and the most expensive, by the way, that I'm sure he had some business interest in. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now he's going to he's going to have a grand jury, a special grand jury uh, seated that will search out wrongdoing in the uh, vaccine arena. And I'm like, well, are they going <sighs> to are they going to investigate him for, like, keeping cruise ships offshore so they didn't add to infection numbers? Uh, you right. know, are they going to do any of that? Are they going to investigate him yeah, for, well, for lying <laughs> about about the whole premise behind this thing? You know, that supposedly the vaccine causes heart problems? He Because he had an hour and a half press conference before he made that announcement with Joseph Latipo, his surgeon general that he hired, who's one yeah, of those crazy white coat doctors that was with the lady that believed the demons or whatever. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that bunch. But, but even the, the people who did that study who submitted the paper said that he's totally misreading what the results are. Well, and it's not peer-reviewed or anything. Yeah. He's not a medical professional, thank you very much. He right. doesn't know what the hell he's talking but, about. But I'm talking about this uh, this heart problem. Oh, Is that when, when they've studied it, that is, uh, they can't tie it to COVID oh. or or and, and certainly not the vaccine that it's like has no other different number than what like just originates in the I guess they would call it the wild, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So yeah, we're getting all they're working up. on an mRNA. <laughs> it's an mRNA vaccine for cancer. Yes, they are. And I don't think they're that far off for certain well, types working, of cancer. They're working on an mRNA vaccine for the common cold. We've never That's, had anything well, for the yeah. common cold. We've never that, had that anything. That would be great. You remember that was like the the great scientific thing, the the benchmark of like the impossible. That as soon as we can find a cure for the common cold. Yeah. It was well, something the, the, that was so transitory. We would never reach it and stuff. And now here we are. And we got people saying, nope, nope. I want, your kid, I want your kid to be exposed to polio so they get stronger. Yeah. The coronavirus covers a big bunch of diseases, yeah, including the, the common cold. cold. There you go. Yeah. It's, well, it is related. So if it, so just to wrap here. So what we're talking about, if you haven't heard is that, Ron DeSantis held this hour and a half press conference spreading a bunch of lies about the COVID vaccines uh, and then right. and then announced that he was going to ask the Florida Supreme Court to appoint a special grand jury to investigate uh, 
investigate wrongdoing around the vaccines. And he's going to set up his own CDC and FDA uh, so that he doesn't have to listen to the federal government's, you know, <laughs> scientists anymore. Is he succeeding from the union too? Right, exactly. So, I mean, I mean, literally, I don't know if the Supreme Court's going to agree with this, but the Florida Supreme Court, but, you know, they've become his lapdogs for everything else. So. <laughs> well, oh, also, you know, it, it's, it's this thing of, um, you know, trying to push the edges or margins of the supremacy clause. That, uh, you know, anything that has any kind of federal overreach, you know, can't be trusted. We're not going to have it. And and it's setting up, you know, what? Civil war? Isn't that what we, what right. we fought a civil war over was the supremacy clause? Right. right. Well, and I digress. So, again, <laughs> we're all worked up. Kathy, tell people where they can yeah. check you out. <laughs> oh, well, you can find me in a couple of places now. I, I'm beyond just Twitter and Facebook. I I went and joined uh, Mastodon too, so I'm still setting up on that area. But you can check me out on on Twitter still at Kathy four seven two zero four one six three and Facebook at Let's Remember to Never Forget and <laughs> Mastodon hey. at Kathy Larkin at sfba dot social. All right, thank you, Kathy and Joe. I understand you got some snow up in Scranton. A little, little bit. A little bit? Depending. In Scranton, not not at all. Uh, here in about four miles, when I say north, I mean four miles in elevation above Scranton. Um, yeah, we got about three or four inches. Hmm. But they got mostly rain in the city. Jeez, the hmm. Sierra Nevadas that are, you know, like four hours away from me. Yeah, they they got about five feet of yeah, snow from that. the storm when it first came in. Cool. Yeah, we we normally, I mean, um, you know, if we get a foot or so, fifteen inches, that's big. Some of our record snowfalls were like three feet, but I yeah. mean, they were few and far between. We don't get that kind of like Sierra Nevada type snow. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, well, like, and it's, I, that wet stuff. You know, that wet stuff in the Sierras is awful. That's what what we got. We got, uh, it started off as rain here, and then it left a nice ice glaze underneath the snow cover. And then it rained on top of it. So it had a nice crust. (laughs) So when you you went out, it was like going through a parfait. (laughs) It was like like snow blowing a parfait. (laughs) Like my snow blower would go... We have an adage out here in the West, at least in the Northwest, that if there's not, you know, a foot to two foot of snow on the ground, it's not snowing. Right. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, we, uh, it goes, you know, we we have a highway here that we we usually call, by midwinter, we call it the Luge. Yeah. Because all you can see is, Two banks of snow on either side. <laughs> and a lot of ice in between. Right. <laughs> but anyway. I, I know that parfait uh, situation that you speak of, and it can be really bad when you get down to the, you know, to a really hard frozen part, and then you got this slushy, crusty stuff that you've been pushing through till you get to that. It's always fun. Yeah, it comes out like a cone, like a nice cone. Yes. <laughs> like a slushy. <laughs> yeah, but like it doesn't. A, it doesn't yeah. It, like if you had a puffy snow, it throws it real far. But if you have those, it just goes 
Blood. <laughs> it sort of goes like two feet on the other side of the snowblower. <laughs> and then you end up getting a stick and clearing out your impeller. And, oh, it's a mess. <laughs> and you know what? Here, we have been hitting freezing every night. It's like when I used to wait for the bus in the dark in high school. Ooh. Freezing. It's cold. Oh, we, we're lucky if we hit freezing in the day. So don't feel bad. We, oh. we, we don't hit that very often either. But, uh, yeah, you know, snow, it's part of the part of the uh part of living here i guess yeah we just have we just have frost um you know it gets wet it rains good and then everything freezes over and you go out and slip right well i have a tip for all the uh you know, all the uh snowblower uh aficionados out there what i do when we have a heavy wet snow is i spray pam inside yeah. my auger and inside my impeller oh, okay. and my chute so it throws the glop a few more feet. <laughs> <laughs> but Pam works fine. Pam or, uh, you know, a WD-40, you know, that uh, you know, <laughs> WD-40 is good for everything, you know. It is. Uh, yeah. it's not good for, Pam is not good for your pans, but, um, you know, it's probably good enough for a snowblower. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good to me, you know. Yeah. It works. <laughs> I use it on my pans still. I use it for frying eggs, you know. But uh, Don't anyway, use it on your cast iron or your ceramic, it'll kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I've killed a few. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I've killed plenty of that, frying pans. That's why Amazon is there. Yeah, that's I know. Right. <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Mastodon. Yay! At Martin's three. At what is it, Tim? MS- MSTDN.party. MSTD.party. MSTDN. Party. Dot party. Yeah. Yeah. And I am a party animal. So I figured yeah. that, that's a good one. Besides, <laughs> they approve you right away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them, they, they want you to wait like three months before they, you know, do an FBI background <laughs> check. Oh, jeez. But this one came right back. So I said, okay. I saw, and, uh, post, cool. I saw someone posted the other day that the one thing they love about Mastodon is I guess if somebody does something like trolling or, or something like that and an admin finds out they can mark an account a certain way. And so like if you try to friend that person, it gives you a pop up. that says, are you sure you want to friend this person? <laughs> yeah. Oh, a little warning. Yeah, that's good. Put a warning symbol on them. Yeah. That way you kind of think twice about Hanging around people like that, mm-hmm. get the bad. bullshit. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> you can find me on Facebook and um, WordPress, jsantorsa.wordpress.com, where I uh, publish the uh, Clown Car Update every week. Found out I have followers there. Oh, I cool. didn't know about because oh. I never look. All right. Yeah, I guess there's 35 or 40 people that follow that uh, that blog. Yeah. All oh, right. no. See. Something good from the destruction of Twitter came about. It made us look at all these other platforms we've been ignoring. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. All right. And it made me not buy a Tesla. Yes. Yeah. You can buy a Chevy or something. Get a Bolt. Yes. I saw saw those Those posts. Those are cute. (laughs) I saw people posting, I was going to buy a Tesla, but now I bought a Chevy Bolt. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to save a couple of bucks. Wow. See, like Kathy, I lived for a long time in the Bay Area, 
And uh, we heard just too many stories of Tesla's spontaneously exploding. And then with the uh, the auto driver, the autopilot of yeah, them suddenly turning into, you know, like freeway off ramp, you know, like the V part that separates the freeway from the off ramp, running right into that over and oh. over. And then the car exploding. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, it's terrifying. Maybe I Tesla's not really what I want. Hmm. No. That's a status symbol. I guess you're on, I don't know what kind of status you're trying to portray. Yeah, they're just too damn expensive. Yes. And I'm sorry, but he's not an engineer. That no, he's he an entrepreneur. He did, not, he did not invent that battery. He bought into it and then got rid of the inventors. Yeah, oh. the creative people. And T, I saw your... That's what cracks me up is when they say that he's such a great genius. He's not. He had a bunch of money from a blood emerald fortune. Yeah. Yeah, Go back and look at the design of the pickup that he was trying to put out there. And T, I saw that. I just remember when he said he had an indestructible window and they went up there and hit it with a sledgehammer and it broke. And he's standing there going, I guess I'm going to have to ban a bunch of people over Twitter on this. (laughs) Yeah, and that was at one of those meetings where you're supposed to be the specialist in your field. (laughs) And uh, and T, I saw your post yesterday on Facebook about um, the scientists developing a new battery, battery technology with yes. sea salt, and yeah. uh, and f- it's supposed to be able to store four times the energy of a lithium-ion battery. So, yeah, I was wondering why they didn't pull that technology out because I've known about that. For years, yeah, but apparently they have some. They had seawater and and sea, the 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 seawater and and uh, their battery. It, it holds a you know salt water holds a good charge. Yeah, but they apparently mm-hmm. had a big breakthrough that allowed them to make it much more effective than it had been in in the past. So. Either that, or somebody was suppressing the information. So and maybe they decided to, that now is the time to bring it out. Yes, Erica said. Well, we we kind of cracked that fusion problem for energy, and that's from Australia. Australia said, "Oh, hold my beer." Right. Yeah, hold <laughs> my beer. Right. Hold my beer. Right. All right. Well, I get. Uh, well, again, we got distracted there, but <laughs> well, that's all right. But Joe, <laughs> uh, thank you much, and you can follow me, Tim Cormall. On Facebook, Mastodon, Twitter. I don't know how long for Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, all that yeah, stuff. Really. Yeah. And uh, we're it's also. It's killing itself. Yep. And we're also on Stitcher.com, as well as Am- Apple, Google, and Amazon Podcasts, and on Networks Radio, just as NetworksRadio.com, 6 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern on Mondays, as well as on Radio for, Radio for Humans on Mondays and Wednesdays, 8 30 a.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. And Joe has a great. Uh, or a, a, a great Facebook page that he runs for us for the show. And with that, let's do follow me. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Pinterest. Follow me on Twitch. Follow me on MySpace. What the hell is MySpace? Follow me on Musically. Follow me on Reddit. Follow me on the sidewalk. Follow me on the road. Follow me on WhatsApp. Follow me on Daily Motion. Follow, 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 follow. <laughs> Kathy, who you? Uh, who's your social media friend of the week? For me? Mm, yes. Uh, I'm following. Uh, uh, NBC Bay Area, uh, who did a story on UC Santa Cruz leaving Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Santa Cruz, the closest UC to me. Hmm. Uh, over the hill. All right. So they're leaving them too. So I don't have anything to tell you other than that. Uh, that's where uh, Angela Davis was the the um, 
the main person in the philosophy area. Uh, you know, it's not a, a school that, you know, is is leaning right well, at uh, all. A lot of people. <laughs> no. And I think a lot of more people are leaving Twitter. You know, that's right. So, so, you know, especially the, the, the universities are pulling. Especially they don't the, want to be associated with that garbage. Yep, and the uh, and uh, the advertisers are going to be right behind them. So, so you betcha. All right, all right. Thank you, Kathy. All these links will be in the show notes, and we'll go to T. Who is your Twitter? Um, you know, uh, what did I say? I started to say Twitter friend, social media friend. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it is George Takei over on Mastodon. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually George Takei. Um, let me see, at George Takei. And um, love him. He wrote a wonderful book called They Called Us Enemy. Uh, he is also in a play in London right now, Allegiance. Yes. So I love him. I've loved him for years. And yesterday. Yeah, he's, he's something. And yesterday, he became the person with the largest number of followers on, on Mastodon. So, <laughs> all right. Rock. His age, rocking it. Yes. Yeah, he sure is. Yep. And let's go to Justice. Who's your social media friend? My social media friend of the week this week is the just recently suspended from NBC, Ben Collins, at one underscore underscore <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. He's uh, the senior reporter, Dystopia Beat, meaning that he follows Musk's, Musk. And uh, for now, he's still suspended from at NBC News. He's begrudgingly on post at post.news uh, backslash Ben Collins and even more begrudgingly on Mastodon at one underscore underscore at Mastodon.social. And he hails out of New York, New York. And, of course, I chose him because I don't know what's up with uh, the bigwigs at NBC. But when Musk is on a tear of suspending or banning you know, reporters for simply reporting on Musk and then calling it doxing, mm -hmm. you don't give <laughs> fuel to a guy like that. Right. <laughs> and uh, Ben Collins, of all people, being suspended is quite uh, – I have to say quite offensive – I will say that Ali Belshi yesterday had on a fellow who railed about Ben Collins' suspension from NBC and called out M uh, NBC and MSNBC over it. And you don't see that very often anymore, where someone would question, you know, the motivations of the, the news organization that they are a part of. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's actually refreshing to see that again, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that it should be true. I mean, that's how why it took so long to get rid of Chuck Todd. Yeah, well, but, uh, you know, uh, Ben I mean, Collins is one of the top investigative reporters in the field of tech, and um, apparently, I guess a lot of them have ruffled Silicon Valley tech bros' feathers, and now, I guess it's the war of. The nerds. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> yeah, you know there's nerds. a there's a, a there's a group in in uh, Silicon Valley and San Francisco area of right winged tech yes. guys, and you and know they they look at, they, they, they look start at, conspiracy theories all the they time. They do, and they all look at uh, journalism uh, as anathema 
to what they believe that they should be under the aegis of. And uh, we're seeing it. I, I mean, this has been something that's been known in that area for quite some time. And now we're seeing it on the world stage. Right. Thank you very much. But yes, do follow Ben Collins at one underscore. And then there's an actual underscore there. Yeah, actually, there's two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I'm, yes. Yeah, so, all right. There yeah. it is. All right. All these things are in the show notes. Joe, who are you going with this week? Well, you gave them to me, so yeah. I, I took them. <laughs> I got this message from from, uh, from Tim today. The other day, it says, uh, "Read this. Do you want to use him for your social media friend this week?" I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's Why because not? I was debating. I was debating whether to use him myself, but I already picked with somebody else. <laughs> well, his name is David Levitt, and let's see. Um, the reason Tim pointed him out to me is that he augmented the Twitter rules, safety rules, <laughs> uh, things that are bad, uh, and he, he highlighted making Elon do a sad. <laughs> Make Elon cry. Aww. And Elon is a big man baby and poor little rich boy policies. You so, sit with di- Diaper Donnie. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah they're, they're, I'd say Diaper they're two peas in a pot. Diaper Donnie, Trading Pants, Elon. Bigger than peas. Yeah, what, what he was pointing two out Two blobs there, in a pot. What he was pointing out there is if you go to the Twitter uh, help section and you go to the rules and it's the rules that will get you blocked. <laughs> Making uh-huh. making Elon a sad. <laughs> sad. So, some oh. somebody he says I wonder uh. he said I wonder who it, what employee at Twitter did this <laughs> to modify the page. <laughs> Elon's a big man, baby. <laughs> I did check and it's back to I don't know if that if that was a mock up or if that was real. <laughs> it probably it could have been real. You but, never you know, know I, because I'm sure the people don't like it. It's hard to. Uh, differentiate between between satire and reality anymore. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah, I had somebody get on me because of a post that I got off of Twitter. He said it was a meme in the first place, so he, he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. But, you know, I happened to know the guy personally. I went to school with him. He was a salutarian in my class, and he said, you need to put down that this part of the, the thing is satire. And, uh, you know, I said... If people are not grown enough that have an algorithm that picks up my stuff, then I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> right. You know, come on. You know which one I'm talking about, Tim. Mm-hmm. The one I discussed with you earlier in the week. Yes, I know. I know. It was the it was the um, the tweet with the um, the dildo and butt plug thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene was a little upset about not to get technical or anything about Target yeah, I selling heard, I, dildos and butt plugs. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to tell you, Marjorie Taylor Greene and butt plug was trending both like on the I, same line, not separately, but both Marjorie Taylor Greene butt plug. Yeah, and I was like, what was that all plug. about? And I was like, maybe I don't want to know. Right? They sell them. Yeah. At, they sell them at Target, don't they? <laughs> no, it, it's uh, CVS. <laughs> oh, CVS. That's oh. even worse. 
Because I, I saw advertised on Amazon. Now they have a Marjorie Taylor Green butt plug. It looks just like her. Yeah. Yeah. If anything going to tighten your sphincter, that would be it. When you, yeah. when you use it. <laughs> <laughs> you take the paint in your ass. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. That's funny. Here we go. Here we go. All right. All right. <laughs> Okay, everybody's on fire today. So, <laughs> Marjorie Taylor butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> All right, she at, is definitely a butt plug. All right, at David underscore Levitt at Mastodon dot social. Uh, my, I, I went this week with someone on Twitter who goes by Shithead Steve. <laughs> it's at Shithead. I guess we're just carrying this theme on. Aren't okay, we? at Shithead Steve underscore underscore is his handle and he he posted i sent this prank puzzle to my grandpa who loves trump and they and and he finally started it today and it's a it's a screenshot of a text from his mom and it's it's a puzzle with it says president donald trump 500 pieces and the the pieces are laying on the table partially put together and it's joe biden's face And his mother texts him and says, is this your idea of a joke? He goes, yeah, LOL. She goes, you aren't welcome here for Christmas. Your grandpa is furious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I know a few people I could send that to you. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's a blessing in disguise. All right. All right. (laughs) So all these social media friends are linked over at uh, timcormo.com in the show notes. And uh, gosh, what a week. What a week. Jim Acosta. James, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in Arizona these days. Maybe you can help us figure this out. We learned late yesterday that uh, Carrie Lake, uh, the Republican who lost the race for governor, is uh, suing state election officials, uh, challenging the vote count, asking a court to declare her the winner. Uh, Is this life after Trump now? Election losers disputing the results? Well, all right, I, I'm Carrie Lake is she, she's out there. She's goofy and stupid <laughs> and ignorant. Let me tell you what's going on in Arizona. Proposition 211, which is a citizen's ballot measure to tell people that spent over $5,000 of dark money in Arizona to have to disclose. That passed by 73%. Arizona had a ballot measure that would allow non-citizens to pay the Arizona intuition rate at, at Arizona colleges and universities. That's big news. Carrie Lake being goofy, right-wing, stupid is hardly big or startling news. I mean, she lost. She's done. And by the way, New Mexico, with a 70 percent, had a ballot measure to guarantee daycare for all New Mexicans. They are big stories going on in the southwestern United States that don't involve Carrie Lake. And, you know, we should we should be very aware of these, Jim, very aware. And she'll keep doing everything, every stunt she can pull uh, to get attention. But I don't really think that's the big story coming out of here. Yeah. Essie, what do you think of that? Because, you know, one of the things that is very interesting, the contrast here is is kind of uh, uh, notable in that when Trump was challenging the election results and peddling the big lie and so on. You know, there were there were a fair amount of folks on the MAGA side of the Republican Party who were on, totally on board with it. Carrie Lake is almost kind of, you know, shouting into a void. Uh, and yeah. there's not a whole lot of folks, you know, jumping on that bandwagon to overturn those election results in Arizona. Listen, Trump changed a lot. Ten years ago, um, you know, if you had not one but several um, election losers 
shouting about challenging the results and and really just being poor sports, they would have been laughed at. Trump does it, and it was normalized for a time. And he gave people permission to do it and not not be embarrassed by it. But it's it's been so ineffective, not just practically, in that it has overturned no elections, um, but it's really hurt the party and the image of the party. And um, for independents, which you know you'll need if you're a Republican running for office. It's a huge turnoff, the election denialism, the conspiracy theories, and these never-ending phony audits and recounts and lawsuits. I think people people are sick of it, and it's it's now sort of – it's not getting the attention that it did, uh, you know, when Trump made it kind of popular. Thank God. Yeah, didn't she lose her lawsuit already? <laughs> didn't the judge throw it out of court? Uh, she's lost a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I – I wonder it, why she – maybe she went to Florida to get help from from so-and-so from his cards. Yeah, from his NFTs. <laughs> you know, right, from his, his little his little superhero. Oh, speaking of which – Of uh, course, we all – I was just going to say real quick, I mean, Carrie Lake and uh, uh, what the – there's another guy there also, Fincham. Mark Fincham, it's, it's yeah. all, you know – we have to recognize this is all part of a whole to just uh, lessen the legitimacy of our basic institutions, like our court system of law and order. If they have no respect for the law and who decides it, then why should they have to follow anything? Well, badges. There you don't go. Need our stinking badges. By the way, right. speaking of Jim Acosta, he joined Mastodon yesterday. <laughs> I think he saw the handwriting on the wall after a journalist started getting blocked on Twitter. Uh- <laughs> yeah right and he's he tends to talk yes he does yes <laughs> you know he get himself and so that was know, uh, thrown out real quick so jim had uh, J- james carvel and se cup on there that's who that was and uh, then uh, margaret brennan uh was talking to adam schiff about uh, the j6 committee i want to ask you about democracy here at home as we mentioned you were on that january 6th committee and i understand you have a meeting today uh chairman thompson had said at 1 p.m there's going to be a d- sort of report passed from one group to the main committee about criminal referrals uh, reportedly on that list, former President Trump, former Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, Rudy Giuliani, Jeffrey Clark, John Eastman. Is there a consensus on whether to send a referral for criminal prosecution to the Justice Department? And would doing that be anything more than symbolic? Uh, you know, I think we are in common agreement about what our approach should be. I'm not uh, ready or authorized at this point to tell you what that is. Uh, we are, as a subcommittee, um, several of us that were charged with making the recommendation about referrals, going to be making that recommendation to the full committee today. Um, we will be releasing our report, I think, around the 21st. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will include whatever decision we've made on referrals. Um, what I can tell you about the process is we're looking at what is the quantum of evidence that we have against individuals? Uh, what is the impact of making a referral? Uh, are we going to create some suggestion by referring some that uh, others, uh, there wasn't sufficient evidence? when we don't know, for example, what evidence is in the possession of the Justice Department. So if we do make referrals, we want to be very careful about how we we do them. Um, But I I think we're all certainly in agreement that there is evidence of criminality uh, here, uh, and we want to make sure that the Justice Department is aware of that. But don't we already know that? I mean, there is a Justice Department investigation. There's a special counsel looking into the former president. We know the DOJ has been looking into uh, Mark Meadows and Rudy Giuliani. So what does the committee sending a referral do other than look political? 
Well, uh, look, uh, we have been far out ahead in most respects of the Justice Department in conducting our investigation. I think uh, they have made use of the evidence that we have presented in open hearings. I think they'll make use of the evidence that we pre present in our report to further their investigations. Uh, and I think it makes an important statement, uh, not a political one, but a, a mm -hmm. statement about the evidence of an attack on the institutions of our democracy and the peaceful transfer of power that Congress uh, examining an attack on itself is willing to report uh, uh, criminality. So I think it's an important decision in its own right mm -hmm. if we go forward with it um, and one that the department ought to give due consideration to. Amen. Amen. I say bring it. Bring it. <laughs> bring them charges. Bring it bring, is right. Bring them criminal referrals, right? <laughs> I hear uh, Trump I is just, uh, leaked. It's uh, leaked that Trump is up on uh, for three referrals. <laughs> three mm -hmm. charges. Yeah. What were you going to say, Justice? I was just going to say that one of the problems with being as old as the dinosaurs now and you have the memory of an elephant is that I remember them not being so breath or I let me put it this way. I uh, remember them having breathless commentary on anything that had to do <clears throat> with Hillary, et cetera, et cetera, right. et cetera. Mm -hmm. So it just astounds me that now or well or and it's not even that. I mean, think of all the things that Obama had to go through and, you know, yep. we got the Benghazi and then we had uh, what was, gosh, I can't even remember their stupid PR names, you know, the, the supposed gun running operation that Obama was apparently responsible for. And it turned out to be a right wing rogue agent, you know, that kind of thing. <sighs> right. <laughs> so, so, so the press couldn't speak enough about that. And now they're asking whether a legitimate I mean think about this a guy stole nuclear secrets and it was within feet of people just coming into his his resort his house and <clears throat> now some of those are missing mm, yep. and bank accounts have increased mysteriously by some, you know, I, don't, I don't know what what did Jerry get two billion mm -hmm. two billion two billion okay and, you know, hey, you got to do a solid for your father-in-law, right? Mm-hmm. break. So let's look at Hunter's laptop because, uh, you know, dick pics. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And um, also this week, did you see the, the woman that was crying on the House floor? The representative oh. Republican record representative. Oh, about how she had, had a, a She had a sads about. Oh. She, she had Nobody a sads. Wait, did you see the video from my son? Oh yes, that was her. Actually, I think her nephew. Her nephew, yeah. Her nephew. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh Pete Buttigieg had a little bit to say about it. People having equal rights will take my rights away. Yes. Well, Pete Buttigieg had a little bit to say about it over with Don Don Lemon on CNN. <laughs> I hope and pray that my colleagues will find the courage to join me in opposing this misguided and this dangerous bill. I yield back. <laughs> oh, what did you make of that? 
I just wonder if she could see the family life that uh, that Chaston wrote about so movingly in in that piece on Medium, and and that uh, again is the the most important uh, experience in my day. If you believe in family, if you believe in kindness, if you believe in love, uh, then you ought to see what goes on in in millions of families, including mine, where uh, the the love uh, and the, the institutional support of marriage that binds uh, me and Chaston together, including through uh, hard times and, and uh, you know, a tug of war over uh, who's going to do the dishes when we're both exhausted and, and the, you know, what to do when, when we uh, run out of, uh, you know, run, run out of eggs or those uh, puffs that, that you can put into a little cup that have a remarkable kind of bribery effect on uh, getting the kids to, to settle down, quiet down when they're in the stroller or the minivan. I mean, uh, but, but, but beneath that, just a, a deep... Wait, wait, you have a minivan? ...that provides the stability that is, oh yeah, yeah, and, and that's another example of how marriage changes you and how kids change you. I never thought I would be a minivan person. No. Yeah. You and get now, there, you get there. I mean, the things kids we do, do it for the you. love of our children. You know what right? is funny? I, I talked to <laughs> Sanjay Gupta and I have a whole thing about his, he goes like, I'm Does a dad he have now a and I have a minivan and no. now people to change yeah. as a dad and he has a minivan. I'll be there one day. <laughs> it'll, it'll happen. You'd be amazed. But, yeah. you know, that's that's how our families change us. Uh, yeah. the, the people we care about most, we would do anything for our kids. Yeah. And uh, I, I wish I wish every member of Congress were prepared to do this. Look, you can do glass half full or glass half empty. You know, the glass half envy or is there members of Congress, in fact, a majority of congressional Republicans uh, who uh, refuse to, to get in line with, uh, uh, with, with the view that most Americans have about e equal dignity. For, uh, for same-sex marriage and equal uh, treatment for anybody in the LGBTQ community. And, and, and on the other hand, uh, you know, an optimistic take is that a remarkable number of congressional Republicans crossed party lines, mm. defied their party platform, which in, in writing today still opposes marriage equality, and said, wait, and they probably did it uh, uh, holding in their mind the image of some person they know and love, who, who, whose world is better, whose life is more stable, uh, who perhaps, like me, feels actually better connected to God through uh, the, the uh, relationships that, well, that, that are uh, solidified in, in their marriages. Well, um, they're, they're probably thinking about people they love and putting those people they love over their party platform. And, and that, even if it wasn't 100% or even a majority of congressional Republicans, that is a remarkable thing that happened in today's Washington that people are so cynical about. Well, Secretary Buttigieg, thank you. Uh, I, I'd love to meet one day. Uh, you're Gus. Um, I have a Gus, Gus, but it's Gus Gus. And our fight's over who's going to walk the dogs. And, it's a dog. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. There you go. Yep. He's right, though. I mean, how ridiculous. Yep. That woman, oh, will somebody please think of the children? <laughs> oh, brother, you know that? she's something else. You know that chariot that God rides around in? Mm-hmm. Minivan. Minivan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, my Oh, goodness. I have a, a public announcement. Argentina won. won. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. The World Cup? Oh. Yes. They did. It's actually... Just came through. One of, oh, no. They, they, it's been over for a bit before... Well, I, I'm just getting... Yeah, I, I just yeah. caught it right now on this. The, yeah, I'm a, the, I'm a fan of um, Big Blue and... Uh, <laughs> It was one of the most exciting World Cups, I have to say, uh, in a long time and um, attested to people who know better than I. But it was quite exciting. And Argentina, Messi finally gets his World Cup. So yeah. Well, he's retiring, right? 
Yeah, yeah, he's what almost thirty-seven, so you can only run around a pitch for so right. long. Yes. Yeah, you go from a pitch to a pitcher. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wanted to say just real quick. You know, I <laughs> this whole idea of equal rights that you know we have a group of people who believe that if anyone has equal rights, it means that they are their rights are being taken away in some fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like that idea no that sense. you know all boats float the same. They think that they're being pulled down into the morass of the rest of us. I mean, it's so. Yeah. So it's hard for me to wrap my head around that because now, you know, I'm not gay, but because of that, I feel that anybody who has a persuasion other than mine should have equal rights and due process. Right. Right. They're human beings. Because I I am not. That that means that, that these rights are conferred to everybody else too. And I just don't understand. I don't feel like... Anything is being taken away from me because someone happens to love someone. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me either. She's worried about the children, right? Children grow up in this situation with love and they're going to be just fine. I wish somebody would ask her um, how she voted on uh, the uh, assault weapons ban. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Well, did you guys see that? That they were talking about some state, was it Alabama or Mississippi? It was somewhere in the deep south. They they were, they were debating a bill to outlaw drag shows in the state. <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, no, but it doesn't surprise no, you, me. Kathy, we were watching. We I were don't talking know. about it the other that's day. Gonna, that, that's going to really disrupt the uh, the weekends of a lot of uh, local judges for their poker nights. I can <laughs> tell you. What did you, I mean... Cigars and a dress. I'm telling you. We were talking about that the other night. Kathy, we were talking about that when they were reporting it on MSNBC the other night. Right. So, it's just crazy. Stupid. It's like stupid, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I've been watching uh, little bits and pieces of the the show that's on uh, HBO. Mm -hmm. Which one? Uh, And... We're here. The 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 show with, I I can't get it, but I see it on YouTube. You mean I can see a little bit. Uh, oh, that is. You're talking. Uh, no, it's the um. It's the we're here. Uh, it, uh, we're here. The the three drag queens. Yes, it's we're here. Yes, yeah. and it's it's really good. It is a great show. It is. I wish I could show. see the whole thing. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. It's a great show. Yeah. Also, what's great is yeah, we watched it, last it, night the Nancy Pelosi documentary. By her daughter. Oh, oh wow. I haven't that was seen that yet. Fantastic. No. So, but anyway, I digress. So, Morning Joe uh, was making a little, uh, having a little fun here about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Look now, and they're talking, of course, about Hunter Biden's laptop. They're in the middle of this, this, this Twitter thing that I swear I've, I've tried to read through a thousand times and figure out exactly what they're trying to prove. And if they're proving anything, what? Maybe that. Twitter made decisions that they didn't like. Okay, well, Facebook does the same thing. But again, whether they're right or wrong, the the obsession with Hunter Biden's laptop are being angry that an American got released. Uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, giving a speech, I guess this past weekend, saying that if she had run the January 6th revolution, they would have won. And her exact quote, I would have get, I want to get right, it would have been armed. 
it would have been armed. Now, they think that's cool. Mm. And here's the thing, my dear, sweet Republican brothers and sisters. You think you're owning the libs when you say that. And maybe, yes, there will be people on MSNBC that will scream and yell and you'll get their heads to spare. That's fine. They'll be preaching to the choir. The choir will like it. Fox News preaches the choir. The choir likes it. I'm talking about the swing voters that made you lose in 2017 and 2018 and 2019 and 2020 and made you lose again in 2022 and radically underperformed by 40 or 50 seats. There you go. There you go. So bring on the crazy and watch yourself lose in 2024. That's right. You know, so we hope. Mm-hmm. I don't care you know, about those, those right wing people. The voters worry me that don't pay any attention until it's time for an election. Somebody says, Oh, there's going to be an election in a few weeks. And you know, then they all get up and their panties in a wad and, and they're just uh, going full steam after these, creeps again mm. you know like mtg yeah. here's the thing they, they this was not there was no election there were crappy people that they put up and then there were good people that were put up and there's no way in the world you can tell, tell me that there were not conservatives who voted for, for democrats that's right mm-hmm. that's right that's right because people who care vote the way they should Good. They don't vote the way that the party goes. Right. Right. So, Joe, mm-hmm. to set you up for the clown car segment, <laughs> did you hear Roger Stone? Okay. <laughs> did you hear what Roger Stone oh, had no. to say? Oh, God. Oh. When, when you're talking about the supernatural, there are a lot of people that go, oh, I don't know. That sounds sounds weird to me. You were talking about something yeah. extraordinary. Um, and, and I'd just love you to touch on, on that subject because True. it's – it's at least very interesting. I think that there has that, that a, a portal, a demonic portal, opened above the White House <laughs> around the time yeah. that the Bidens moved in. Uh, this was brought to my attention by a, a Christian who lives in North Florida, who sent me a bunch of photographs uh, and a bunch of, of documents, and also From some indications in, in the in the Bible about portals. Uh, and I was like, okay, sure. Uh, okay, appreciate it. Thank well, you. Well, I mean, you should start out by right. being skeptical. I was saying that, sound, that sounds insane uh-huh. to me. That's exactly what I did. Uh, yeah. But please continue. So I was skeptical about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I looked at the photos, and, I lo- and you, you can also, there's a live cam where you can actually see in real time, <laughs> and there does appear to be something. You know, above the White House, something, something might, inexplicable. Well, at first you say, well, maybe it's a reflection. Maybe it's a an aerostat balloon. You know, maybe there's a logical. So I I called the police officer I know works in Arlington. It's a friend of mine, and I said, "Look, um, Mm -hmm. do me a favor. Would you go down and check this out?" He said, "Are you out of your mind?" I said, "No, humor me. Just humor me. (laughs) Go down there and and check it out, and tell me what. Call me back and tell me what you see. Right. And take photos. And he called me back about two and a half hours later, and he said, "You're not going to believe this, but." There's definitely something there, and it's there. He said, people who are, other people were there photographing it. One man called and said, you can see it day or night. It's, a, it's like a smudge in the sky, almost like a cloud that doesn't move. But when you zoom in on it, 
with a telephonic lens is swirling like a cauldron. Oh, really? Now, wait a minute. So this is like, what, eight months ago? Whirlpools yes. Okay. So this is a cop. Yes. Telling you that he doesn't know what the heck it is. But, but it's something. But yeah, there's something there. Correct. And therefore, Has this persisted? Yes, it's still there. It's still there. It's still there. Okay, that's nuts. Like, how has the media not covered this? <laughs> well, no, it is the nuts. media doesn't cover a lot of things that are true. Oh, bless her heart. I mean, get oh. off the cross, buddy. We need the wood. Get the net. <laughs> get the net. <laughs> get off the cross. We need the wood. <laughs> oh, oh, now, you know, of course, this is not because Roger Stone <clears throat> believes this. No. But it. It sells. Right. Yeah, it and when I say sells, is that when you're trying to destabilize governments, this is part of the strategy. Everybody forgets that he, Lee Atwater and Manafort had a, I, I call him a chop shop. You know, the, you went to them to, and they could destabilize governments. And Manafort went off to do the Eastern Soviet, former Soviet bloc. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, and I mean, still as part of that company. Even after Atwater died, yeah. and everybody, I, maybe they don't remember. So because they never knew, I mean, that's possible. he was in jail. I know it's insane. Yeah. So Isn't you know, this insane? is this is all yeah. this is all counter intel BS. And Roger Stone, once again, <clears throat> I'll get the uh, cuss jar out. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. The reason that Roger Stone is called a dirty trickster is because by his own admission, he's a rat fucker. You can't say that during family hour. There you go. <laughs> That's right. He is. He's he says terrible. He, he's, he's been, he turned, he coined that term rat fucker or right. adopted it to them specifically. And that was the Segretti's et cetera from the Nixon time. Yeah, he's a rat fucker. I Exactly. Him. And he carries he that rat fucking into a <laughs> awful research firm that went off then to do, uh, like I said, destabilize emerging democracies in the former Soviet bloc because it are. made money. Well, yeah. Joe, are you yep. ready to see what's happening down in the clock? Many, many. <laughs> yeah, big guy came up to me. Big guy, strong guy. Strong guy. His eyes. Said, well, <laughs> sir, sir, <laughs> I love what you're doing. All okay. Right. Let's see here. <laughs> Prison cells, prison cells, (laughs) it's payback time for the guilty, (laughs) ding-a-lings, squealers sings, (laughs) soon it will be judgment day. Oh, well, that puts you in the spirit, didn't it? Right. Oh, yeah. God. We were already in the spirit. Well, right. I'll, I'll get, get more in the spirit because, you know, a week today is Christmas. A week from yeah. today, yeah. So, have you finished your Christmas shopping yet? Oh, I think so. <laughs> uh, well, if you're like most MAGA maggots, Sometime in the last few weeks, you got lost in a fog of wild turkey and crystal meth. (laughs) (laughs) But don't let that lab explosion make you another casualty of the, uh, you know, the liberals 
or on Christmas. Oh, right. War on Christmas, yes. Okay, because here at the clown car, we have your back, like those guys who pushed you through the window of the Capitol on January 6th. Right, okay. That's right. So we have the best last-minute shopping gifts for the maggot in your life, and we guarantee delivery by Christmas. Okay. Or don't, whatever the <laughs> case may be. <laughs> Here are some of the best last-minute gifts you can thrill your big and little maggots with this year. So, you know, jot these down if you okay. if you uh, need one. All right. Okay. Uh, we have the uh, Lego Capital Riot Edition. Okay. <laughs> okay, you can share your history-making experience with your grand maggots. Oh. Grand maggots. <laughs> with this limited edition Capital Riot Lego set. <laughs> Build an exact replica of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, complete with gallows to hang Mike Pence and Lego Josh Hawley running from his life. <laughs> the kit includes lifelike Lego Proud Boys and Lego Oath Keepers spraying bear spray on Lego Capitol Police. <laughs> Lego arrest warrants are sold separately. Oh, no. Huh. No, 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 no. No, 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 uh-uh. no, 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 ma'am. No, sorry. No. Right. Now, <laughs> uh, you might still be decorating. Okay. I don't know. Um, so we have uh, for you a white Christian nativity set. Oh, who doesn't want one oh. of those? Well, yeah. Give the uh, the gift of true meaning of Christmas with the white Christian version of the nativity scene. Oh, okay. Hmm. No Middle Eastern people in this nativity scene. <laughs> no way. Since we all know that Jesus was white. Santa Claus, too, by the way. Yeah. The set includes seven proud shepherds. Three visiting Oath Keepers, in camel pants, riding their ATVs, bringing gifts of AR-15s, ammo, and body armor. No. With a, with a Curtis Sliwa guardian angel leading the way. <laughs> and a shining star led them there. <laughs> well, Curtis Sliwa. <laughs> That's right. This is a white Christmas. Oh. Does this pistol come in pink? <laughs> no, just white. no, just white. just white. Now, okay, I know you'll all want this. A MAGA elf on the shelf. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> yes, our MAGA elf comes in a variety of outfits and poses to give that MAGA fun feeling to your Christmas festivities. Okay. Pose the, the KKK elf just above your fireplace holding a burning cross. Oh. Or pose your Lindsey Graham elf, elf bending over, kissing Santa Trump's ass. Okay. <laughs> also, try our Fox News celebrity elf on a shelf, like the Tucker Carlson looking perplexed elf. Okay. Or the Sean Hannity empty head rattle elf. <laughs> <laughs> These all come with a certificate of authenticity and a grand jury subpoena. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you can get two subpoenas for just one, a small handling fee. Mm, That's yeah. right. Just just pay separately for another subpoena. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> we have um, oh, this is important. An insurrection poo poo bucket bucket <laughs> bucket. Oh no bucket. <laughs> yes, 
Did constipation spoil your loved one's fun on Insurrection Day? Okay. Were they unable to put their mark on the Capitol walls due to poor fiber intake? (laughs) Well, don't let this happen again. Give the gift of guaranteed feces with the bucket of poo-poo just as described by Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) (laughs) These buckets come pre-filled or empty so you can provide your own personal poo-poo well in advance. Oh, that's nasty. Oh, they're so nasty. (laughs) Comes with a hermetically sealed lid. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, you got to have your, you got to be ready, you know. You never know if you're blocked up that day. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I don't. Now we have medically sealed and maggot don't really I see in the same sort of existence. But I, yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> we have a low. These are in short supply. Lauren Bolbert, Marjorie Taylor Green food basket. <laughs> oh no! Oh yummy! Yes. What better way to add to your Christmas Day dinner table than with recipes from Congress's two favorite areas? Add some Bobert Killer wontons or a bowl of MTJ gazpacho (laughs) to your holiday festivities. You don't need a GED to put the best holiday foods on your table. Just ask these two. Okay, there you go. Oh, wow. (laughs) Now, this is for the people in your life who care about their appearance. Okay. The Steve Bannon travel kit. Ooh. That yes. doesn't include much. Well, is there a traveler on your Christmas gift list this year? Well, Steve Bannon has put together some of his favorite grooming tools in a smart, easy-to-carry leather travel kit. Oh, okay. The kit includes travel-sized bottles of flea powder, tick spray, <laughs> and a tick remover for those hard-to-reach bites. Oh. Also oh. included is a state-of-the-art lice comb for a knit-free holiday. Right. <laughs> and we have included Steve's extra strong full-body deodorant spray to stay smelling half-decent through those weeks between showers. Ooh. I'd rather be beat with a prickly pear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, they're, they're, they're of similar ages. It makes me wonder now, because that sounds very similar to, and it makes me wonder which came first. The Icky Rourke travel case or the Steve Bannon travel case. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I think I think the Bannon's travel case. I think the oh, Bannon yeah, one too, be, and Icky yeah, Rourke Bannon's tried to get a, in there. Bannon. He's got a yeah. win. The Bannon He's just trying to trying to inch in on, on the the my the my uh, maggot uh, <laughs> my maggot man. But uh no it, it Bannon's came first. Okay. And we have a a MAGA linen sheets. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Mike Lindell wants you to have a luxurious comfort. You will enjoy wearing this custom-made robes and hoods all, all year long. Oh, goody. <laughs> now, these sheets come, these sheets are made of the best recycled material and have custom eye holes in the hoods made to your eyes specifications. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so you have to measure your papillary distance, so when they cut the holes in the hood, you have proper vision. Okay. Now, these sheets come in small, medium, trump, and extra trump. (laughs) (laughs) 
Triple Trump, add $10. Okay. Oh. And don't forget that newly arrived maggot having his or her first Christmas. Because these sheets come in onesies. Oh, onesies. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just slip them in there. Yeah. So don't let uh, don't let late holiday shopping distract you from what is important to maggots during the Christmas season, like uh, dodging subpoenas and preparing to serve your prison sentence. Okay. <laughs> Call our toll-free number today, which we won't give you because uh, we'll be arrested. <laughs> and... Get free shipping anywhere in real America. Oh, okay. And remember, Jesus is the reason for the treason. I guess um, I guess you can buy those Magdalenian sheets at the uh, Mike Lindell kiosk in the Harmar Mall. <laughs> 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 Oh, Lord. Yeah, it's made of recycled plastic. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah the, 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 the fitted sheets slip off the fitted part, then they get wrinkled, and then cut your skin over. You know, it's just, there I you hate go. that. Wow. Mm, hate that. That's part. right. Well, it reminds you you have clothes that you have to get washed. Right. There you go. There you go. That was great, Joe. <laughs> Love it. Oh. 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 Yes, well, uh, Eric Swalwell was on with Joey Reed talking about uh, Kevin McCarthy and uh, whether he has a chance of being speaker or not. I do want to start with you. Marge, um, your colleague, um, claims that when she said that had she been there and she or, I mean, had she organized the Stop the Steal insurrection, it would have won. She and Bannon. Uh, she claims that, that was sarcasm when the White House rebuked her for her comments. She claimed she was making fun of Joe Biden and the Democrats. But she kept repeating the Second Amendment. She kept talking about the Second Amendment. Just listening to her ridiculous comments, it does kind of sound like she's saying they would have upped the violence and used the Second Amendment, which means there would have been more violence against your friends, the police officers who protected the Capitol, many of whom got hurt. What do you make of her and the fact that the man who wants to be speaker is her partner? She's going to be in charge in a few weeks. Yeah, Joy... Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be in charge in a few weeks because Kevin McCarthy struck a corrupt bargain with her so that he can be speaker. And so he is going to allow under their tent somebody who has this fever dream of an armed insurrection that's successful against the U.S. Capitol. And by the way, she didn't say that she was embarrassed or disappointed or disgusted by what happened at the U.S. Capitol. If anything, she was embarrassed and disgusted that it failed and, and that she, if she was one of the lieutenants, would have ensured that it would have succeeded. But Kevin McCarthy stuck her because he cannot come without her. And so the fear here, the risk for our country is that we are lurching into this era where violence will be preferred over voting because the Republicans know that what they actually believe in is not popular. It doesn't win elections at the state level. It didn't earn them the Senate. They had to cheat through redistricting, which will be overturned in a few months to even narrowly win the House. And so their entire philosophy is at risk unless they bring violence into the mix. And, and that's what the new Republican Party is going to be defined by, is chaos and violence. And we will stand in the breach on the Judiciary and Oversight Committees uh, to defend uh, what we all hold so dear. There we go. And, you know, we would love to not talk about this woman. <laughs> I have to be honest. She's not a serious person. She's not a serious congresswoman. And there you have it right there. So, <laughs> yeah, she's going to be in charge. She's going to have Kevin McCarthy by the balls, huh? Maybe she'll just, uh... Oh!
Hang your balls on the Christmas tree, make it look so bright. Hang your balls on the Christmas tree, oh, happy Christmas night. He's not going to be happy if he does get the speakership. They're going to make his life miserable. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's still some question whether he will have the votes. Yeah, I don't think and, he will. Yeah. yeah. I don't think for sure Biggs is not going to vote for him. I'm just saying that that might not bode well for Marge either. You know? Yeah. No, yeah, because she's supporting him. So, yeah. Yep. Well, you know, and but then, you never know. You know, I thought. They kept saying Trump had this big announcement on Thursday. I thought it was going to be that he was throwing his hat in for that. But no, it was just an FT. So. <laughs> uh, but then. Does that mean, does that, does that mean like no effing thing? Because I'm, I, I looked at his NFTs and I go, yeah, that's no effing thing. Right. <laughs> I love the fact that the peep, the dumb people who bought them, they were like, well, well what, how do I get it? How do I how do I get it? I want to I want to print it out. It's like you don't get it. Non-fungible token means it's not real. <laughs> no. It's an it's electronic. It's crypto. It's just like cryptocurrency. You can make it as big as you want. Just pull it's it up. Not a, take it's a actually not a true it. it's not a true NFT. No. And it's not a true trading card either. Uh-uh. But um whatever it was uh seems to well, you know, there's other speculation too. You know, like when when a Republican <laughs> publishes a book, mostly through Re- Regenerate Press, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Part of Simon Schuster, by the way. Um, that uh, the RNC or other groups like that, and Newt Gingrich did this and got in trouble for it. So you think it would be wrong, but they go and buy those books in bulk. So it pushes it up on the bestseller list and all that kind of stuff. Well, that's exactly yeah. what it is. I mean, they just. And I've heard that this NFT scam is something similar yeah. where, I mean, maybe, Tim, you you had made mention of it, but I'd heard this, uh, the similar speculation that uh, somebody in the Republican Party or whoever paid the bulk of these, uh, these NFTs at 99 bucks a pop. To sort of like scam the the game mm-hmm. from stolen images. Yep, <laughs> I read from stolen images. I still don't right. get how that works. Well, you know they're still playing. Uh, you know Bruce Springsteen songs they're not supposed to, and and um, Twisted Sister songs they're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah D. Snyder's not happy about it. I got to tell you. Yeah, because most decent people, you tell them, "Hey, stop walking across my grass." They stop. Right. With him. He just keeps walking by going, what? I don't well, care. The, these are the people that, you know, back in the day, you know, they said, well, everything's so PC. Now it's woke. Right. right. But yep. really when they said they, they weren't PC, it, it meant it was a signal to let you know that no matter how hard you tried, they were never going to be a good neighbor. Ever. Yeah. Yep. They're going to prove it to you, too, even if before you try. Yeah, yeah. I am not going to be a good neighbor. Well, and then, uh, well, we had a little good news this week. Today's a good day. A day America takes a vital step toward equality, toward liberty and justice, not just for some, but for everyone. Everyone. 
toward creating a nation where decency, dignity, and love are recognized, honored, and protected. Today, I sign the Respect for Marriage Act into law. Deciding whether to marry, who to marry, is one of the most profound decisions a person can make. And as I've said before, and some of you might remember, on a certain TV show 10 years ago, I got in trouble. Uh, marriage, I mean this involve my heart, marriage is a simple proposition. Who do you love? And will you be loyal to that person you love? It's not more complicated than that. And the law recognizes that everyone should have the right to answer those questions for themselves without the government interference. Amen. Amen. Yes. You know, it's like the, the world is moving on without them. You know, there's there's these legislatures down there worried about outlawing drag shows, yet you just turn on your TV and you can watch drag shows on a, any number of yeah. channels. You know, I mean, it's like the world's move on without them. The woman crying on the house floor about gay marriage. Hello, we've had gay marriage for how long? <laughs> Since 2014, 2015? When, when did that pass? Well, Burgerfeld. And, you know, I mean, it's like, the, and the whole point of this bill is is so that Clarence Thomas now has a sad. <laughs> Because he can't overturn gay marriage. Right. You know, that's good. You know, for my experience, <clears throat> because I'd moved pretty much, well, the Bay Area was my base of operations starting in uh, the early to mid 80s. And because that was obviously a sanctuary, uh, I. I, I saw so many like gay marriages and with kids. I mean, already right. going into high school, they right. had been partners for that long. They had to have workarounds in how to file taxes and stuff. Berkeley itself was a sanctuary that allowed you to do stuff. I mean, the state and the feds, of course, you had to do something different, but it, it, it's like, it was almost a common occurrence. Then I don't understand after all this time that we have to go through this, I don't know. Well, <laughs> it I took think, them that long to finally marshal their resources. Yeah. Well, think, look what they did to abortion. Yeah. Well, I think every you know, every two. I mean, that was that was the more was on its way. So it's good that they put a halt to it. Well, I'll tell you, every two years from now, they're going to watch as as each of these Gen Zs turn eighteen and can vote. They said there's what millions of of Gen Zs that are that are between, you know, that by the 2024 election will be 18 and they're ready to vote. Yeah. And they're watching. And they are course, watching and they are ready to vote. Yeah. Course, on the other hand, remember that Char kids. Charlie Kirk is, is a Gen Z. So I, you know, there's still some Nazi Jungen among them. Yeah. But I'm telling so. you what's going to happen is, is they're going to, they're supposedly going to do this autopsy of why the red wave wasn't there. And they'll do exactly the same thing they did in, you know, after Romney lost in 2012. They'll come yeah. out with some report and they'll do nothing about it and keep doing the same thing. Marjorie Taylor Greene will be running around, running, shooting her mouth off. And then in 2024, when they lose more seats, you know, they're going to do the same thing. And then in 2026, look, they, they're going to lose more They look more at the seats. autopsy report and said they're losing support among Cuban Hispanics. They're losing support among elderly black uh you know, Tuskegee Republican airmen types. And the Marjorie Taylor Greens looking at that 
look at that and say, you know, this is working. We gotta we, we gotta get more white people to be on right. our side. So yeah. let's keep working on it. Yeah. Well, and then uh, uh, Dr. Fauci was on with uh, CNN's Kate uh, Bolden talking about this bullshit that that. Uh, DeSantis Fauci is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He's now asking the Florida Supreme Court to greenlight an investigation into, and the way he put it, is any uh, any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. What's your reaction to that? I don't have a clue, Kate, what he's asking for. I mean, we have a vaccine that unequivocally is highly effective and safe and has saved literally millions of lives. The Commonwealth Fund has come out with a report just this past week that vaccinations that have been administered over this period of time, this last year and a half to two years, has saved 3.2 million lives, 18 million hospitalizations, and approximately $1 trillion in costs. So what's the problem with vaccines? I mean, vaccines are life-saving. So quite frankly, Kate, I'm not sure what what they're trying to do down there. It, it kind of gets at a bigger issue I've been wanting to ask you as um, in one of our final interviews um, in in your role in public health is just the re- sat- one result of the pandemic has sadly been that science has become a divisive topic, politicized and weaponized by some people. Have you thought about how do you pull that back? How do you turn that around? You know, Kate, if I had an easy answer, I, I, I'd give it to you, but it's a very difficult situation. You're absolutely correct. It has been politicized, and it has been politicized in a way that has actually caused lives, because if people don't get vaccinated, which unequivocally is life-saving because of political ideology or because of misinformation and disinformation, that causes lives, and we've just got to get the American public, regardless of whether you lean left, you lean right, it doesn't matter at all. We're all in this together, we're all human beings, and we're all susceptible to disease that can kill us. So if ever there was a time in society when we need to pull together and recognize that the common enemy is the virus, not each other. We've got to get people to appreciate that. You know, like I said, I don't have an easy answer how we're going to do that. But when people's lives are being lost about this, maybe that'll shake people up enough to realize that we've got to start pulling together and not against each other. Amen. Amen. I mean, because I don't understand what DeSantis is doing. I mean, does he really think this is going to help him win win the presidency in 2024? Uh, You know, it's not with a lot of places because people do know. Right? It's just stupid. I, I just don't get it. It makes no sense to well, me. Well, does he have any critics in his staff of his actions, or does he have a bunch of yes men? Oh, and oh I'm sure he's well, got yes he men. He's in a bubble, guys. and he thinks yep. it is working, and he looks at numbers and whatnot. And right now, the anti-vax uh, crowd seems to be preeminent. Yeah. He's jumping well, on the bandwagon. The he's, bottom he's line an opportunist. is the bottom line is people who know him are saying he's he doesn't even have it have the wherewithal to get through the primaries. Yeah, <laughs> he's that dumb. So yeah, you know. So no. but uh, I just want to keep you know, just plaster him in those white waiters. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, uh, then uh, th- Thursday morning, 
I, I looked at, I, I got up and I was brushing my teeth, getting ready for work. And uh, I saw this video popped up on my phone. On, and I was like, wait, somebody posted this to Facebook. I was like, wait, what? Um, have a look at this bizarre video Donald Trump posted to the Truth Social followers uh, today. Have a look. America needs a superhero. <laughs> Caroline, I think Australia needs a lot more than a single super superhero, but are there any guesses as to what this announcement may be prompted by this bizarre video? I have absolutely no idea, and I'm still recovering from the cringe of actually having to watch that. And look, I know that Australia, we have this tendency of picking up things from the US, but can we please not pick up this, like, high-gloss, superficial, BS political... Just, it's garbage, Corey. It's absolute garbage. If you've got an announcement, just... Put out a statement. Like, the, the, this This just cheapens the importance of politics in the lives of, in this case, everyday Americans. In other words, she said, Are you shit me? <laughs> right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I mean, that was Sky News Australia, and that was before he even made the announcement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they saw his post on True Social and was like, Wait, what? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Oh. I couldn't believe my eyes. Yes, and then uh, then there was a little reaction from uh, Newsmax and uh, and uh, Steve Bannon. All right, breaking news right now here is that announcement, the major announcement by the 45th president of the United States. Um, he says this, my official Donald Trump digital trading card collection is here. Uh, these limited edition cards featuring art of my life and career. You can collect all your favorite Trump digital cards, very much like a baseball card, but hopefully much more exciting. Um, he says, don't wait. I believe they'll go quickly. So uh, that is his major announcement. Many thought it would be political. Many thought it would be about maybe uh, creating a new party. I mean, there was so much speculation on this, uh, but it's not that. It's a digital trading card. It's 99 <laughs> bucks, and he said it oh. would make a great Christmas gift. So, Oh, there's a bunch of them. Interesting timing for that. Yeah, uh, there you go. That's that. There's the announcement. And I think, yep, we got the website up there, too. If you are interested in supporting uh, this b- business venture of the former president. Some of the I can't do this anymore. He's one of the greatest presidents in history. But I got to tell you, whoever, what business partner, and anybody in the comms team, and anybody in Mar-a-Lago, and I love the folks down there, but we're at war. They ought to be fired today. <laughs> you came out with something that's so important, which I still don't think gets to the heart of it. And hey, you don't have three harder cores than Cortez, Bannon, and Sub <laughs> So when they're, and we're getting blown up all day on the set. Well, the reaction wasn't exactly what Donald Trump thought it was going to no, be. No, it wasn't what he was thinking it was going was uh, to happen. Yeah, Jeez. that was hilarious. <laughs> this is, these actions are what we call, you know, bottom feeding. He's oh, always geez, he's always yeah. been a bottom feeder in terms of business. He, you know, he's not going to rise above and do something even remotely exalted. It's going to be 
I, I, I think that's the apt term for it. He's a bottom feeder. I don't ninety nine bucks a pop. I mean, is he supposed? You know, I guess he's given up on that sham that he's uh, you know one of the, one of the rich guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, I I still say this is just it was just a money laundering thing. You know. Well, yeah. He could and, and nobody's showing up to his rallies anymore. It, so. And 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 look, what what do con men grifters do? They test something a little small. Right. right to see see how it works. Yep. Well, he's got all this money in his pack that he can no longer use. Before he announced he was running for re-election, he could use it for anything he wants. But once he once he he um, you know announced, all of a sudden there's all these FEC limitations, Federal Election Commission on what he can do with the money. So I, I guess between what he's got to pay millennia for hush money and the right. KGB, that's a lot of. So he gives coin. he gives forty, you know, the amount of money to buy forty thousand of the forty five thousand NFTs to the RNC, and then they turn around and buy forty thousand NFTs, and then hand him back the money into his regular account. <laughs> because he specifically well, says the money will not be used for political purposes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Got a bridge to sell you too. <laughs> it'll, it'll yeah. be. It'll only be to make America great again. Yeah. yeah. Grifter's got a grift. <laughs> it's not political. Grifter. It's to make America great again. Yeah. Well, Joe, as we always say, we get our news from late night TV. So Jimmy Kimmel. Donald Trump announced yesterday he'd be making a major announcement today, which got everybody going. It's like, what's he gonna do? Is he backing out of the race? Is he suing the Statue of Liberty? Who knows? <laughs> and there was a lot of speculations on, online. Some thought he, maybe he was returning to Twitter or releasing the files on JFK or endorsing Ron DeSantis, choosing a running mate, starting his own political party, running for Speaker of the House. Well, it turned out to be none of those things. Trump's major announcement was this. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump, hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln. Better than Washington. Smarter than Kennedy. Better than Taft. You name it. An important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump Digital Cards just like a baseball card or other collectibles. Trading cards. And not even real trading cards, digital trading cards, which is another way of saying nothing. At least last time you got a red hat, now he's selling you nothing. It's literally cards against humanity. Here's one of the best parts. Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but it's what we have. I'm also doing Zoom calls, a one-on-one meeting autographing memorabilia, and so much more. We're doing a lot. We're doing a lot. I can see that. Did you know you used to be president of the United States? <laughs> it's true. My official Trump digital trading cards are $99, which doesn't sound like very much for what you're getting. Yes, it does. And um, <laughs> seems like $99 too much, actually. Buy one and you will join a very exclusive community. Of the dumbest and most gullible Americans ever to walk the planet Earth. But Right? There you go. I mean... But wait, Mr. President, how can I get, how, what do I need to complete this once-in-a-lifetime purchase? All you need is an email address. Go to collecttrumpcards.com 
and buy your Trump digital trading cards right now before they are all gone, and they will be gone. <laughs> Can you be gone too? <laughs> right. And remember, Christmas is coming, and this makes a great Christmas gift. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Oh, look at this. It's like QAnon meets QVC. It really is. <laughs> I know we say this is crazy a lot, but this is crazy. He's selling NFTs like a crypto bro or so while he's running for president. And by the way, we already have Donald Trump trading cards. They're called subpoenas. Uh, <laughs> you know, the timing, too, is it's astonishing. It's like three days after that FTX guy got arrested for fraud, Trump said, now is the time to get into the imaginary baseball card market. And these, let's go through some of these cards because, and before we do, I cannot stress strongly enough, we did not create or alter any of these in any way. So this is what the monkey brain's selling. Sheriff Hunter Trump NFT, hotshot Hollywood Trump, Trump's head glued on a football player in a suit Trump, two uh, thumbs up badass in front of the urinal Trump, <laughs> With ketchup in his eye, I think. Uh, tuxedo Trump. Do you think he knows that's not his body? Do you think they're like, you look great. With some, they're incredible. I think we have another one. Uh, old gay man on the moon. It's uh, really... <laughs> and there are dozens more. This was his major announcement. He met someone who does Photoshop. That was his... This has to be the most pathetic announcement of all time. And that includes when they announced Eric was born. <laughs> Even Trump's bootleg clickers at Newsmax were underwhelmed by Trump's announcement. Uh, that is his major announcement. Many thought it would be political. Many thought it would be about maybe uh, creating a new party. I mean, there was so much speculation on this. Uh, but it's not that. It's a digital trading card. Yep. <laughs> Only 11 months after the NFT craze, it's an NFT. As in, no effing thanks. Ah, there you go. Gullible people. <laughs> oh. Oh. I still say money laundering. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be some, there's always a scam, right? <laughs> there's mm. always yep. a scam. So with that, I think it's time to wrap this up because it's going to be Christmas next Sunday. <laughs> Christmas. Oh. But so, it's Hanukkah now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Too it is soon. Hanukkah. Uh, Hanukkah. It starts at, this, at sunset. Yeah, oh, okay. happy well, Hanukkah. Close. Well, by the time this is posted, it'll be about sunset. <laughs> so, yeah. So, well, you're part of the, the state. Yeah, but right. So, Kathy, tell people. Where our they sun can... just came up. Oh, yeah, you can still catch me on Twitter at Kathy4720-4163. Facebook at Let's Remember to Never Forget. And also now on Mastodon at... Uh, at Kathy Larkin at sfba.social. All right. Thank you, Kathy. And Justice. You can find me on Twitter still at Justice Putnam. I, you know, I was looking at Yahoo Groups. I, I guess I'm not on Yahoo Groups anymore. They, they discontinued that, right? right. <laughs> Along with MySpace. Okay. Yeah. Well, I used to be on them. Uh, it's still on Facebook, so check me out there if you can. And, of course, uh, I have a morning show on Netroots Radio, uh, West Coast Cookbook and Speakeasy in the mornings, Monday through Friday. Check that out, as well as uh, Black Coast, which is on hiatus, 
but I run or curate the uh, poetry section there on Daily Coast. So check it out. Justice, you just reminded me of one other thing. <laughs> you remember when, when you joined MySpace many years ago, your automatic first friend was the guy Tom. <laughs> Yeah, I still have his picture. Right. Like so, well, someone posted someone posted the picture on Mastodon and says, "I'm telling people this was John Mastodon." So, yeah, that was my first friend. That was my first friend on MySpace. Right. Yes, and and T, where can people check you? Hello, hello. <laughs> where can people? You can catch me up over on um, Twitter. Still there. I am still on Twitter. I'm staying on. I'm staying on until they throw me off. (laughs) Uh, I'm still on Twitter as of right now. Teresa Black 7771. Or you can look me up over on Spotify Conversations Tea Time with T. All right. Thank you, T. Thank you again so much. And Joe? Well, you can find me on Mastodon. At Marna's three at mstdn.party. And you can find me on Facebook, WordPress, jasonterrace.wordpress.com, where we have the clown car update every week. And Friday nights, 7 to 10 Eastern, I'm over on Radio for Humans on a show called It Came from Cleveland. And that's where you'll find me, not on Twitter, because the bridge is still smoldering. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But you can find you a yes, he will never forgive you as long as he's there. Uh, oh, that skull fucker. Yes. <laughs> All right. And you can follow me on Mastodon, Tim Coromal, at Tim Coromal, at Mastodon.lol. I'm still on Twitter. I'm going to stay on Twitter, but I don't really use it much other than to look at my at mentions <laughs> and follow Fridays. That's about it. Uh, but uh, we'll see if, until, he throw, uh, until uh, Elon throws all of us off. <laughs> Or the site goes down. Right. Or the site goes down. Later. So, but uh, anyway, oh, yeah. uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. And uh, we'll close out the show this week with Lauren Mayer's latest song, The Twitter Files. <laughs> How fitting. <laughs> so with that, happy holidays. Take it away, Lauren. And we'll be back after Christmas for the New Year's show. So take it away, Lauren. And happy holidays, everyone. Did you just hear what I just heard? Conspiracy theories so absurd. It may be just a rumor or a QAnoner's grouse, but it's stirring up the netchubs in the Senate and the House. Their evidence is garbage. It's nutty and it's phony. They haven't got a brain, so they fall for this baloney. From leaders who are spreading vile misinformation, the owner of the platform is stirring agitation, pandering to the right as he misleads and garbles. He thinks he's really bright, but it's clear he's lost his marbles. It's a Shanta. It's Shmagege. It's Fakakta, it's Meshuggah, causing Soros, proving bupkis. What Schlemiel's? What schmucks? What's that clap trap that they're pushing? It's that crap called the Twitter files. Out of context, chopped up emails. It's all nonsense, the Twitter files. See, they fret and they whine that the net was designed as a method to censor the right. But they've shown that they're fools because they broke Twitter's rules by inciting a violent fight. Musk is inviting more attacks now. There's no facts in the Twitter files. The platform they thought was a liberal plot to make Trump's re-election choke. But making him look bad isn't hard and his new trading cards making even more of a joke. 
So stop this fussing over nothing. Such a dumb thing. The Twitter files. Oi, the Twitter files. Oi, the Twitter files. Hey, it's Lauren, and if you enjoyed this video or any of my weekly topical comedy songs, I hope you consider supporting them through my Patreon page, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help me continue to help you laugh at the news that would otherwise make you cry. And you can check out other ways to support my work by clicking more in the information section right below this video. Thanks!